Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to Life Right Up Your Alley. Hello and welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. Guys, Justin is here today and we are doing an impromptu closet recording because this is just something that I know will really bless you and you're going to love because I get so many questions about it and it's going to be fun for us too. So with that being said, welcome Justin. What's up? What's up? How's uh how's it doing? How's uh, it going? You know, clean closet, clean living, just enjoying the life. Absolutely. Guys, he has like a way better closet than me. It is <laughs> incredible comparatively, and I'm so jealous and I'm just sitting in here like what the heck. So anyway, <laughs> I have high expectations for my next closet now, Justin. Yeah, the, the secrets of uh of the podcast life are revealed. You have a nice closet, you've got a strong podcast. Yep, that's a thing. <laughs> well, let's start. Today we're really going to dive into what it is like to date an ambitious woman. And the reason I thought of this is because in this relationship, we've almost been together. Well, we've known each other for a year now. We're at like... A year and two weeks. Yeah, a year and two weeks. And we started dating in July. So anyway, with that, we're we're pretty deep into dating now. We know each other quite a bit. And it is funny for me to be in this relationship and see him act as a mirror for me all the time. So the things that I never picked up on that I would do that might be like unhealthy for myself or maybe incredible, whatever, you know, goes both ways. He speaks and he when he sees it, he speaks it and that lets me see it in a whole other way. And so I'm in the middle of a time where I am really growing, you know, multiple businesses. It's been such a gift to have him. And so we're really going to talk about what it's like. And from the lens of like, I want you to have that same mirror and I want you to have the same encouragement that I get from him in my relationship. So we are going to start with where we met and then we're going to dive into that. So does that sound good to you? Let's do it. All right. So how we met. Justin, do you want to start? This is we have a YouTube video coming out with all the details. So we're going to kind of breeze through it right now. Um, and then all the specifics will be in the YouTube video. But it's still fun to tell the story. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we met May 1st on an Instagram dating show. 
uh, about a month prior, one of my coworkers was actually on the same show and uh, we were at a happy hour for work and you know, it comes up, he says, Justin, you should check this out. You know, I'm not thinking anything of it. I did not expect I would find uh, a person on the other side of the country that I would fall for. Um, but we ended up doing that on a Friday and then that following Sunday was the first time we got to FaceTime. We FaceTimed every day for three weeks and then um, she ended up taking a plane ride over here, got to hang out with her for 11 days. Um, and then uh, we just kept hitting it up. She traveled here. I got to do a road trip out to California. Um, six months later, she ended up moving to Durham, North Carolina. We're 30 minutes apart, but a lot better than a three hour time difference. And uh, yeah, that's that's how we met and how we got here today. Yeah, it's cool to tell the story. I feel like it's one of those things where there's so many little details that like let it happen and so many god moments where i was like oh shoot this is the thing because in the beginning i would have never guessed that you know my life would be turned upside down in a good way and it's really cool what god's done in a year so with that i want to know in watching me over the last year and guys i do want to kind of give you background so I primarily in 2017, 18 and 19, 17 it was more consulting. Um, I, you know, launched an agency, have had multiple employees and been able to have some like really high highs and low lows, which kind of comes with agency work. So um, that's called Malibu Social. When COVID hit, I lost about 75% of my revenue and god was still good and i knew everything was going to work out but it was scary and so justin got to meet me in the middle of that um when i was really at that point just like coaching people for free and um then turning it into oh people are really needing help right now and they're you know seeking me out what do i do and now you know a year later i have multiple businesses that he has kind of like supported me as I've created. So he saw me in scarcity. He saw me in a place where I had a lot of question marks um, and then has seen me build it through that and build even through, you know, moving across the country and everything like that. So lots of positives and negatives that we've been able to bring to each other and talk through. Um, so what is like one positive or a few positives, whatever you feel called to share, um, that you've observed, observed in watching me work and observed in watching like my ambition? Yeah. Um, so I remember I, I heard this from a friend years ago and it stuck with me, but I never really had someone to, to exemplify it. And it's the idea that how you do anything is how you do everything. And um, watching you has really kind of brought that into into focus and into life more than anything. Um, obviously, ambition in the workplace, but I think again, how you do anything is how you do everything. You bring that same excellence in everything you do. So obviously, with ev- all the all the companies and everything you're a part of, you know the effort and the ambition you put into see them grow and and, and you pour into them is the same thing I see you pouring into your friends, into your family. Um, you know, and, and definitely anyone on this podcast can attest to that, all your friends and, and, and mom and Ronnie and everyone can attest to that. Um, you know, but I think that's that's the biggest thing is you show up and you know, I think that's such an underrated thing. And so the ambition in the workplace, I just see it so much larger than just the workplace. Um, you know, which can be a drawback at times. Uh, you know, I think that everything is a double edged sword and sometimes you definitely pour yourself too much into things uh to the point of overburden um 
I'm going to call it unnecessary stress. I think stress is, is vital and key at points, especially when you're in a building season, but overdoing it and, you know, being, you know, not being in a place of, of health, uh, you know, helpful stress. Um, so I think that can be a thing. I've seen the burnout occasionally, but again, it's, it's going back to all of it. It's how much you pour into people. Um, you know, and then I think the last thing really is just around, you know, our relationship, right? Like how much, again, you pour into family and friends also into our relationship and it's, it's really motivated me. And we talk about that. Um, you know, for me, it, it's, uh, it's fun because, you know, when I'm with you, I, and I've told you this, you know, I feel very big and small at the same time, small in the sense of like, dang, man, like, look at what she's doing. And, you know, I'm looking in the mirror like, man, I got to get it together. Uh, but then big at the same time, because you never like hold it over me. Instead, it's it's almost like a foundation. You know, you're very supportive. And so um, it motivates me. It's like, man, I got to get my stuff together, but I've got your support through all of it. So, um, yeah, I'd say, uh, again, you know, there are definitely challenges with the ambition at times, um, you know, because you want to do a million things at once. But at the same time, that's that's what makes you you. Yeah. Well, that was nice. Thanks. But <laughs> but I love and thank you for respecting that request to kind of like shine a light on the negative too. And I think one thing that I kind of have observed in myself that it's just been such a blessing because you've almost, I think I would feel it, but then not really know what to do with it. And then you've been able to vocalize what I'm doing and say, okay, I'm seeing a pattern here is that burnout and it, just not having enough space to breathe because I want to do so many things. And I think a lot of women, we do that when really we're putting this unnecessary pressure on ourselves. And, you know, I've coached hundreds of women at this point. Like I get to see into our minds and, or specifically the minds of women that I am able to, you know, help and support. And we have this ticking time clock in our, our mind that has to do with our bodies of like, I need to have kids. I want to be a good mom. Like I only have so much time to build my career. Like I don't have time for innovation because I need to move and groove and make this happen. And it causes this crazy burnout that we don't even realize too, because we have monthly cycles, right? And I think that that is huge in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm like, tell me your Enneagram, tell me all these different personality types, tell me your cycle, because that plays into everything because we do have a natural rhythm to rest and work um, that our body needs, right? And so anyway, understanding all of that has been really key to me um, like being, I guess, seen by you and then having empathy and understanding, it's made me a lot more curious of like, oh, maybe I build differently than men. Maybe I like, maybe I can build like I need to, right? And I can have permission to have a partner who like doesn't need me to just do all these crazy things. Like that ambition almost can cause disconnection with us if I'm not careful. And so allowing it to um, just power me and then also like be something that can bleed into other areas of my life of like, I ambitiously want to be a mom. Like I want to be an incredible wife. I want to be, you know, a incredible like daughter of the one true king. Like those are priorities for me. And so understanding that, because I think so often being like a quote unquote ambitious woman just means one thing. Whereas like your ambition can be what you want it to be and you don't have a lack of it if you don't want to do it in business the way that other people want to, right? So anyway, um, us talking through that too, I want to be able to say, 
I created my group coaching program and my one-on-one around like these three elements that literally Justin has spoken into me um and and shown me that like I do and then because he said that I see it in the women that I coach um and there are like three paramount things that I want to just kind of tell you guys to be aware of so one I teach the people I work with to know themselves and I encourage you to get to know yourself and it's been such a cool thing in my relationship with Justin I always was really into knowing myself and personal development and you know just pursuing different ways to see myself in different situations and see patterns um but I didn't know how powerful it would be in a safe relationship for for him to just speak awareness into me and so I encourage you first and foremost know yourself know yourself in relationship know yourself in singleness know yourself in you know your ambitious seasons of building you know yourself in rest ask yourself questions give yourself time to speak about your fears to yourself and your greatest hopes and desires that is so key and the more you get to connect with yourself the more you can connect with the innovation you're craving and the solutions you're craving and the life you're craving the next one is and this is so important ladies because we are allowed to be as ambitious as we want to be in having it all and having the kids and having the career and having the incredible relationship um and that is building clarity and processes in your business um in your day-to-day life in your relationship something that i love justin that our friends do um the valeries is they have like built-in date nights And they have really incredible boundaries around it. And I have that in my business and I teach that in my coaching. And what I have observed in them, I am now adding into my coaching of like, when is your connection time, right? Like, are you committed to it? Is your connection time built in with you and your partner, you and your friends, you and your family? Because being around each other when you're just burnt out is super different than saying, hey, let's do some really fun activity and you know eat pizza together and like have that set aside and let that be sacred and protect it and grow because of it i love that they do it and they do the funnest things you know um and so they're they're some of our friends but allowing yourself to do that in business in your personal life that's so key and then the last part is cultivating confidence through community and accountability you can't do it alone And Justin really taught me that first and foremost, even more so than the coaches that I've hired. Um, I think my mom taught it to me too, honestly, and my friends, but I didn't recognize it until I had a partner. And I encourage you now to think about who is there to hold you accountable and speak life into you. Who is there in different sectors of, of life, right? Like maybe that's in your business and you have a coach. Maybe that's one of your best friends in your personal life. Maybe that is your boyfriend or your, you know, partner. Um, and it, then your community, right? Like who who is there? Who is the person you can go to? Who are the multiple people you can go to? Whether you have different, you know, pockets and pools of people, whether you just have like, you know, those three, four foundational people, whatever works for you is right and allowing yourself to define them and then feel safe and let them know that they mean something to you and that you you know need things from them like time to connect like accountability like growth conversations things like that that changes your life that changes your relationships and so those are you know all built in my game changers program those are all built in my one-on-one program 
but they all came from my relationship with Justin. And so in that, um, he has been able to really just see a lot of my personal relationships. And I, I have so many incredible friends who are building really incredible things. And, you know, most of them are women. And I was just wondering. And so I said, hey, I'm going to ask you this in this podcast. Um, Justin, what inspires you most in seeing me and my friends build our businesses from a man's perspective? Yeah. So the I'd say the man's perspective, uh, I'm, I'm going to remove that for a second. You know, I think it, it's, uh, you know, because I, I don't know, I don't want to speak for all men or anything like that. But for me, um, it's just how much you pour into people and all of your friends who are building stuff. Like it's the people mentality. Um, I remember talking with one of your friends, you know, people over profit. And I feel like oftentimes we overlook that. Uh, case in point, you know, you and me were driving around. Our, our favorite thing to do is get in the car, listen to country music, and go look at houses in Raleigh. And we Zillow the heck out of them. <laughs> and we did that about a couple of days ago. And um, we were just driving. We hit a red light. And you were just, you know, you cried a little bit because you're like, I am just so excited to have the privilege to pour into people. And watching you do that at your retreat with your coaches, with the friends, you know, pouring into your friends too. Um, I think it's that. So it's less about the the business. In fact, you know, it's, it's business is the vehicle, but it's your goal. Your everything is pouring into people. Um, and I see your friends kind of doing the exact same, you know, whether it's service, product based industry, whatever, but friendship, all of the above, um, just how much you pour into your people. I think that's 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 everything, you know? Yeah, that's so good. And what's neat, too, is you do that because Justin has an accountability group that has really inspired me and a lot of my Raleigh friends. Um, and it, there are four guys and you guys meet weekly and you guys have really grown together. Yeah. How is that? Uh, it's been fun. You know, again, we're, uh, you know, trying to push each other to, you know, achieve things in our own lives, in our own relationships, um, work all of the above. You know, again, I think it's, it's life is holistic and you can't just look at it as, you know, this is my career and then I leave my career and then I see my family. It's like, it's all connected, especially with technology and everything that professional personal line are blended. You're a human and, um, you know, seeing them achieve their goals is probably even more rewarding than seeing me hit my own. Because again, just like how I talked with you, it's like they motivate me to hit my goals, you know, and I, I want to challenge them to hit goals beyond what they expect. And it's this positive feedback loop. Um, and it's all rooted in, in, in fun and in relationships where it's not just, hey, what are your goals? But building that relationship um, is, is almost paramount to everything else. Yeah. How, okay, now I need to ask just off the cuff too, what does like a goal mean to you? Ooh, oh, we, we dive. <laughs> um, you know, I think, oh, going to be weird for a second. Mm-hmm. But Seneca uh, has a book or a pamphlet, I don't forget. He had a thing he wrote back in, way back in the day. Um, it's called On the Shortness of Life. And there's one paragraph in it, um, and I'm paraphrasing it, but it talks about don't be like a ship who is anchored to a harbor who has been tossed around but gone nowhere, similar to the man who has not lived long, simply long existed. And I remember reading that. I was like, man, like, this is a diss track. I was like, okay, Seneca. Like, I was like, man, you're just calling out everybody. Because, again, I think that people do things, but it's not rooted to a long-term cause. And you're just – there's a difference between doing things right and doing the right things. 
and we tend to do things right. That's work ethic. That's hard work. That's all of that. But are you really doing the right things that will promote you to a long-term goal that you're truly pursuing? Um, you know, something I'm big on, uh, me and Ali, we didn't argue, but it was a hard, I, I didn't phrase this correctly the first time I said, I probably still won't phrase it correctly now. It's I don't do things I don't want to, period. Because I want to do the things that are going to help me succeed long term. You know, the case, the example I used is, um, you know, if you're at the if you're at the gym and I'm under the bar and I'm squatting a heavy weight, I don't I don't want to be there. You know, you're in pain. It's painful. You don't want to be there. But really, you do want to be there because, you know, the gains you're going to have afterwards are worth it. So that momentary pain is worth it in the long term. And I think when people set goals, again, you're just setting a goal for something that's two weeks, four weeks down the road. But if you can envision like, okay, this is who I want to become more than what you want to do, but who you want to become, then the goals make sense of how you get there. Then you're truly inspired to hit that. So, um, you know, I think goals are the avenue, but I don't think it's at all about setting and achieving goals. I think it's more long-term of who you become. It's not, you know, it's not saying, oh, I, I hit 10 goals this year. It's who did you become in hitting those 10 goals? That's so good. There's a, I can't remember who said it, but the quote that says, you don't become a millionaire to make a million dollars, become a millionaire to be a person who can make a million dollars, which comes down to that, right? right? Of just like small, thoughtful, consistent activity over time in service will then bring acceleration, which brings profit, which how much could you bless people through that action, not even just the monetary gains, the action, and then how could you tithe and be responsible with that, you know, output of funds, like, it's just, it's so cool what happens when you understand the collective, and those small movements over time, and you exemplify that so well, Justin, and it inspires me in such a big way, so thank you for explaining that, and I love that you quoted Seneca. (laughs) It. Yeah, yeah, doing so good. So what are you most excited about for the future? Ooh, okay. For the future, for our future, for... Oh, gosh. Like, oh, gosh. I mean, I think hoverboards would be pretty cool. Yeah, you know? that's exciting. So that's, I know, those will good. be neat. What else? <laughs> um, you can take it whichever way you want. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Oh, a million and a half things at once just came into my head. Okay. What am I excited for for the future? I think that we're getting more connected and it doesn't, it might, it definitely doesn't feel like that at points, you know, and you know, all the things that have happened this past year, but I truly believe that people care about each other. And I believe that we're going to grow on that. You know, again, back, you know, go, go 50 years in the past. I'm not a historian, so don't quote me on any of this, but 50 years ago in the past, it was all about, you know, making the money to keep up with the, you know, Joneses next door. But now it's okay. We're so much more as a civilization engaged in care for each other in community. And I feel like that's something that we're just going to keep building on. And I think that's when stewarding each other, you know, helping each other, building community, all of that truly um, is going to be beautiful. Um, In terms of what I'm excited for the future for you, which is where I went with it, um, I think, again, I, I, I'm going to break this down into two. I think legacies can be broken down into two, professional and personal. I see you, professional. Like I talked about, you pour into people, and I'm just so excited for your future to continue to do that. The community, like I'm talking about, the community you built. Um, you know, the you know when I went to the, I helped you pack up the retreat and just 
um, you know, you were still coaching and stuff like that, but I was hanging out with the girls who were there for, for dinner. We were talking and seeing them who had just met, I think, what, two, two three days prior, them bonding and them hyping each other up. Um, you not only pour into them, you enable them communities to pour into each other. So I'm excited to see that for your future. Um, and then for our future, obviously, um, you know, one day, hopefully, instead of driving around zillowing houses, we'll actually be driving back to a house and, you know, growing in our relationship and learning more about you and, and us and growing that way. So yeah. there's a lot to be excited about for the future. Yeah. Wow. Great. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this, I'm blushing. <laughs> um, yeah, but I love that. And I think the community and the connectedness is that such an incredible point and something that I think a lot of people say in a negative aspect, like we're more connected than ever, but we're, you know, so much less connected and that is real and that is an issue, but there, there is a lot of um, just opportunity right now for us to do it from a place of good, wholesome, holistically, um, just healthy connection and, and a place of just like love, you know, and I think it's going to be really cool to pioneer that from a place of not, oh my gosh, follow me so I can have a million followers, but you know, hey, we connected and you live across the world. How can I help you? How can you, you know, learn and glean from what I have done with my life so that you can in your own way and translate into your own life, um, you know, this same fruit and this same goal. So I love that. And this is the last question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. What advice do you have for someone just starting out? Someone that is innately ambitious, someone who has big goals, but has like no idea where to start. What would right. you tell them? Right. Mm. It's not like a broken record, but I think again, I, for for me, it always goes back to, my, my dad instilled in me the six Ps. And his proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. And it's about being prepared. Say that again. Wait, say that again. <laughs> proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Mm-hmm. Everything is prepared. I mean, we've talked about it like, before I go to bed every day. I know what my day looks like the next day. Um, and the example I'll use, and um, I actually had a conversation about this last night, so it's, it's fresh on my brain. It's um, imagine, you know, when I came to see you in California, right? Like, you know, I'm getting a rental car. We're driving out. We're you know, you know, buying, you know, getting hotels, everything. I come to see you in LA. By the time I get to LA, I'm balling on a budget a little bit. You know, we gotta, we gotta be a little cheaper out there. So we go to the grocery store and we're like, you know what? We're just going to buy everything on sale. And what does that lead to? Okay. Well, you know, great. I saved a penny. When I get back, I got Cool Whip and apples and pepper jack cheese and ketchup. You're like, well, Justin, what are we going to cook? And I don't know. What are we going to make? Probably food poisoning. You know, because we just went and just started collecting the easy things, the things on sale. Who did you do that with? Huh? Did you do that with This me? is a complete example. Oh, this is it. <laughs> I was like, cool with. Okay, keep going. Ride no, that but, metaphor. Yes. Ride that metaphor. <laughs> but it's just, you know, like you just take what is given to you because you're trying to buy things on sale. You get home and you didn't make anything worthwhile. But on the flip side, if you go to the store knowing I want to make a really delicious decadent chocolate cake, you then know the ingredients you need. And if they happen to be on sale, dope, even better, right? But you know what you're going to make. And I feel like anyone starting out, you have to know what you're going to make. You have to have clarity and vision. And those are the longest two. Because again, it's like if you just start doing things, you're going to start collecting these, you know, oh, I did this. It was nice. But then I jumped over here. That's the same thing as just collecting a bunch of random ingredients and hoping you make something good at the end. Start with the end in mind. Know what your legacy is for your life. 
know what your vision is for your for your business, know what you want, you know, most out of a relationship. If you know what you're going after, you know, one of my favorite quotes is if you remember why you started, it makes it that much harder to quit. And if you have clarity that you can articulate, not just saying, oh, I, I want to, you know, have a good relationship. No, what is a good relationship? I want to have a, a, a thriving business. No, what is a thriving business? Because that means so many things to different people. The amount of income can change. The amount of people you want to affect can change. Um, but again, it's just start with the end in mind and everything else works out. If you have vision, you have clarity, and you can articulate it, you have the three things you need to succeed. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being in my closet. Absolutely. And everyone else listening, you are in my closet hanging out with us. And it was nice to have you here. <laughs> oh um, guys, thank you for listening. If you have any questions at all, one, you can find me in my DMs and we would be happy to support you. I'm working on some freebies around this too. So definitely be looking out on Right Up Your Alley on Instagram and at rightupyouralley.com because a lot of the gold that Justin says blesses me and I'm trying to harness it into some things that are accessible for you. And then from there, if you like this episode, please go give us a five-star review and then share it on your story and give us a tag. We will definitely be sharing um, some of the reshares. And then from that, um, yeah, thank you. I hope you enjoyed. I hope this blessed you and have an incredible day right up your alley. We'll see you back for the next episode.